Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hello. Welcome back. We are so excited for this brand new episode. Oh my God. We are going to be reviewing a book from Spectrum Audiobooks. We love Spectrum Audiobooks. We we love them. We love them. They're amazing. And we received this book as a part of our sponsorship with them. Uh-huh. And so we just want to send a huge thank you to Spectrum for being a continued patron of ours and providing us with this novel in exchange for an honest review. So let's talk about the book. Yes, let's. The title is called Radioactive Evolution, a dystopian post-apocalyptical adventure. Post-apocalyptical? <laughs> Did I not say that right? Post-apocalyptic. Oh, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> I can't say it. Apocalyptic adventure. <laughs> Radioactive evolution, yes. So the author of this book is Richard Hummel. And the narrator is, oh, there's two of them. So there's yes. Armin Taylor. Oh, I like that name, Armin. Mm-hmm. Mm. It reminds me of a name. Armor Hammer. Army Hammer. No. There's a, on this show that I watched, Terrace House, there was a guy named Armand. Armand. I think. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. And the second narrator is Annalise Rennie. I love her name. We have seen her. We've read a book. We have. Listened to a book by Annalise. We have. I can't remember what it is it, at the moment. It was the first Future's Orphans. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which is another Spectrum audiobooks. Yeah. Ooh, Spectrum and Annalise. Yes. We got a little, little affair going on. Yeah, I like it. The publisher of this is Hummel Books as well as Spectrum Audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Hello. Now, Spectrum Audiobooks wasn't listed on the Amazon. Mm. So I'm... Assuming that they're the producer or the publisher or uh, both. Like, or of the audiobook. And maybe yeah. Hummel Books produced well, the book. I was on the audiobook. I had the audiobook really? selected and they weren't listed on Amazon. Interesting. So I don't know. They might want to look into that one. Yes, definitely. So the audiobook release date is March 15th, 2019. And the duration is 15 hours and 27 minutes. The genre is dystopian, fiction, post-apocalyptic there you go you got this science fiction and science fiction (laughs) all right so many science fictions (laughs) should i read the i'm just gonna let you do all of it because your voice is sounding real good today thank you thank you so the question that i have for you Brittany, is how far would you go to change humanity's fate probably not too far i'm kind of lazy yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this summary was taken from amazon and it Reads this. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest buildup to a summary ever in the history of audio show. <laughs> Jared Cartwright grew up in a loving, caring community, completely isolated from the horrors of the outside world. When tragedy leaves him alone and untethered, Jared sets out to explore the unknown, a world where twisted, scarred creatures roam an earth ravaged by nuclear war, while the rich fled to the skies on floating utopias. Wait, what? On floating utopia? Isn't utopia a, a place? Yeah. That's interesting. You can have floating like spaceships that are full of utopia oh, and stuff. Oh, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Escaping destruction and leaving the rest of humanity to die. To face his new reality, Jared must learn to survive in a cold, harsh world. 
A twist of fate changes Jared's destiny when he discovers dragons are real. The dragons. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. The dragon unlocks a hidden technology within his body, giving him body. powers. Body, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> giving him powers. <laughs> powers. <laughs> he never imagined existed. With deadly adversaries above and below, he must evolve beyond mere human limitations to defeat the powerful rulers of the cities and the rabid beasts lurking in the shadows. Oh, I like that. Beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's talk about our narrators. Oh, please. I have to say that I very much enjoyed their interest in the story. Mm -hmm. I felt like... Armin and Annalise both had a considerable amount of investment in the story. Mm -hmm. I just really liked their storytelling capabilities. While this isn't a book that we would normally pick up, yeah, um, it was very, very well narrated novel. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting because when I read the summary, I'm sitting there thinking like dragons, mm -hmm. dystopia, mm -hmm. utopia. Mm -hmm. All these words, technology, ugh, yeah. that's just not my realm. Yeah. And so the narrators really made me invested in a story mm -hmm. that I was not really sold on in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. And that's one of the things that we like to talk about is how even if you're not necessarily interested in the story as a whole, listening to a great narrator can get you interested in their other work and mm -hmm. you might be able to find something else that Spectrum Audiobooks has has created and published and listen to them and fall in love with them through there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The way that they split the narration, it was kind of like a movie mm. where Armin would have his character, Jared, they would be talking and then Annalise's character would come in and they would be talking back and forth. So Armin never had to do the dragon's voice because Annalise was in there. Mm -hmm, so it mm -hmm. was very much like a back and forth with them talking. And I don't think that we've heard an audiobook like that before. I don't think we have either. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of if we had ever heard, if we've ever listened to a book where the characters would have like their certain descriptions and then it would come in with the female like a movie script. We have actually X-Files. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like an audio script. Yes. Kind of way. Yeah. yeah. And so they did it with this one and I really liked that because mm. it worked really well. They they had a good, um, I don't want to say that the narrators had a good chemistry. I don't, this didn't feel like they recorded it together, but um, they definitely had a good flow. Yeah, yeah. And it made the 15 hours and 27 minutes feel more like 10 hours. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Which is important because that's kind of a long book for this kind of... Actually, that's kind of a short book for this kind of genre. It really is. But, but it's, it's long for us. It's very long for us. 15 hours is a commitment. Yeah. You know, unfortunately with our commutes and the listening times that we do have available, especially now with reading hardback books uh -huh. for other publishers, we, it, it, you know, it takes us a while. So uh -huh. 15 hours would probably take us about a week and a half and it took me a week and a half to finish. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But I really like the narrators of this one. Um, Armin has a really good voice. As soon as it started, I was like, whoa, 
what the heck? Because his voice is just deep. Like sexy deep or like like creepy deep? It sounded attractive deep. Ooh, okay, Armin. Yeah. And then um, Annalisa's voice, voice, when she came on, it sounded more robotic instead of dragon, which Mm -hmm. I think that was probably the the point of it because the dragon unlocks different things within Jared. Mm. um, And it's almost kind of like a a computer chip. Yeah. Just opening up this whole new world for this character. Yeah. They have that. They unlock like the, the... the technology mm-hmm. yeah. that they talked about earlier. Um, and I can sense of why Annalise chose that route yeah. for her voice. Yeah. And there's a lot of action in this book. I mean, obviously the the title alone, a dystopian post-apocalyptic adventure, it really was that. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of adventure in it, a lot of um, battling, a lot of like questioning yourself. What are you doing? Where are you going? And it really lived up to the adventure kind of category. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we get books that they say that they're action and adventure, but then it ends up just kind of being a flop. Yes. And it doesn't really have that much action and adventure. It just kind of has a character that is brooding the entire time. Yeah, it's like contemporary or something like that. Yeah. When we were sold on it being a thriller or an action. Yeah. And so this one really has is true to the adventure. Jared is never there's never a point where Jared is like, oh, I just wanna like self-loathe myself and he's always looking to learn. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I kind of enjoyed about his character. Yeah. Mm. I kept imagining with his shirt off. That's it. <laughs> you would. You would. They also put a lot of emotion in their in their reading as well. Um, and I can't say that they change their voices too much. Yeah. Um I, I, I can agree. I don't think they really use variation. Yeah. There wasn't too much variation, but it was enough, mm-hmm. I think. Did you get a clear picture of this book in the a lot of time? You know, it's difficult for me to say. Because, you know, post-apocalyptic, I'm getting really good at that. You are. You've been practicing and it's amazing. Those types of worlds are really, really hard to capture Mm -hmm. in writing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Hummel does a good job at giving me the surface material of the world. Yeah. But I, I can't say that I was seeing things in my head yeah. while I was hearing it. Yeah, I can agree with that. I wasn't having the world built for me through the words. It was taking a little bit extra for me to fill it in. And I can't even I I can't say that I even did a good job at building the world even with my imagination. Yeah. Um it was just difficult. And that's what I think we disconnect with with dystopian books is that it's hard for us to build a world. Mhm. And we like trying to at least create something yeah i agree i feel like the dystopian books that i love are the ones that are really hugely popular yeah and that have movies coming out soon yeah yeah exactly (laughs) you know and i would love to see a movie about radioactive evolution Uh but you know for for right now i don't think i could imagine what that world would be like Mm -hmm. just from the words yeah and i'm curious if it would be like what the cover was which was this 
male character in front of the Statue of Liberty face that had fallen down and there mm. was like falling down buildings everywhere and all this other stuff. Just things everywhere. Destruction everywhere. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder if that's mm-hmm. what the whole entire world would be. And sometimes the cover helps us. And this cover was very satisfying. I I liked mm-hmm. the cover a lot. Yeah, it was, it was appealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very warm in color. Um, and I feel like it lent itself to the actual book. Like, I feel the book went along with the cover. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about this book was that there was so... There are so many dimensions in terms of like the adversaries that came through the book, Uh like the villains, Mm -hmm. the bad guys, and you didn't know which way they're coming at. Yeah. And you were always like peeking around the corner to be like, oh, there's a there's a beast. Yeah. There's this there's this animal or this creature that's lurking like the, you know, I keep saying things that are in the summary, but yeah. They were. I felt like there was this antagonizing phenomenon or something that was just waiting for to just jump out and bite me. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) A figment, maybe. A figment of your imagination. An antagonizing figment. Ooh. That was just gonna rip my 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 throat out. You're getting some big words in there. Yes, I'm trying. Back to back. Now I want a fig Newton. I know, right? Man. Gosh, they're underrated cookies. They really are. Yeah, they are. Mm. The raspberry ones. Mm. When they have little seeds in them. Yeah. I don't mind little seeds. I don't mind them in Fig Newtons. But I, yeah, but I can't eat a raspberry mm-hmm. plain. Yep. Because the seeds bug me. And I hate jam that has seeds in it. Yes. Why you got to put seeds in jam? I think that's the definition of jam. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Dang. Jam includes the juices and the seeds. Really? Jelly is just the Processed. juice. Or was it just juice? I think it's just the juice. It's made from the juice. And cow feet. Cow feet? How does it make that jelly? Uh, that's... Uh, uh. Or like horse hooves. Jello? Mm-hmm. I don't know how jello works, but it's disgusting. It has bone in it. Hooves. Yep. Hooves, bone. Yeah. Vegetarians hate it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what else has hooves and bones? What? This book. Dragons. <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, a good man. one. That was a good one. That was a good segue. Oh my goodness. So how did you listen to this book? I listened to this book um on Audible mm, because yes. thanks to Spectrum Audiobooks, they gave us a code to download the book for free um in exchange for our honest review. So that is where I listened to it. And the production of it, the quality was crystal clear. Mm. Uh loved the sound of it and also enjoyed the narrator's pacing. Oh, yes. So both of them had an incredible pacing. I listened to this at 1.5 and it did not feel overwhelming whatsoever. It was a great, it took away some of the 15 hours with listening mm. to 1.5, which is why I usually speed a book up. Um, and it felt great. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to this book at 1.25 mm-hmm. and it was. It was pretty good at that pace. Yeah. So I agree with the pacing comment that you made. Would you have taken it up a little bit more? I think I would have because I wanted to, with these types of books, it takes me a while to get the picture like we talked about earlier. Yeah. So I really wanted to take my time with this, enjoy it, Mm -hmm. really kind of live in it. Yeah. Yeah. But I could have, looking back, I could have probably did 1.5 or even 
got a little risky and put did 1.75. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa, big spender. Yes. And I also listened to this while I was cutting grass for the first time this year. Yeah, I was going to ask you like when you found time to listen yeah. to this. So I pulled out the old lawnmower. That riding lawnmower, that little tractor. Little John Deere. Did you have your wife beat her on? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. With my headphones in and my, my, and my, and my like other headphones over top of my headphones because <laughs> you had to block out the noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost dropped my phone in the in the cutter. Oh, that would have been good. Would have been good. Would have lost all my books. That would have been a good story. Luckily, everything <laughs> is on the cloud. Yep, everything's on the cloud. <laughs> so, would you? You already said that you would love a movie of this. Yes. Where do you think a movie like this would find a home? Seattle. I was thinking more like Netflix or Hulu. Oh crap. <laughs> Although Seattle might be making their own streaming platform, too. God knows everybody else has one. I think this would be on Disney Plus. <laughs> $7.99. Oh, God. Yes. I mean, like, maybe, I don't know. Amazon Prime would probably be the best place for this. Amazon Prime, definitely. Because they have, like, that big person in the castle show. The what man I, in the high castle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's not really like, you know, you know what that's about, nope, right? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Is it a Stephen King book? I cannot remember. Or that's the other one. But it's about if uh, Germany and, or Nazi Germany and Japan beat us in the World War II. One. Oh yeah. my God. I heard about that story. And so they take over like America and I I don't know if they take over. I've only saw the when Amazon did the preview thing for it uh-huh. many years ago before it was even a greenlit series. Um, Amazon used to do that thing where you could watch the pilots yes, and yes, vote yes. for them. Yes, I did. Um, mm-hmm. That was one of the pilots that I watched. Oh, interesting. So interesting. I love World War II stuff. Really? Many others in the nation. Yes. Go America. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man so would you shove this or would you shove this okay so this is the hard part this is the hard part so i want to say that this isn't a genre mm-hmm. that we would normally pick up mm-hmm. it is a genre that i can imagine one of our friends in particular picking up uh, Karen. Okay. I think Karen would like this book. Um, just going through it, reading it really quick because she is a uh, like high fantasy science fiction. I don't know if she likes dragons, but worth a shot. Yeah. Karen, do you like dragons? Answer in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Karen, if you listen to this episode, tell us that you listen to the episode. That'll be a fun thing to wait for. We'll wait. <laughs> It's like waiting for Sean and Eddie to listen to an episode. Yeah. Not. Okay. Um, so I think I would actually share it. I, okay. I wouldn't shelf it or shove it. I would share it. Yeah. So I hand it off to Karen and see what she thought of it. Definitely. About it. Definitely. Because you're sharing it. Mm-hmm. And I also don't have any other friends who like to read. <laughs> None of your friends. Zero friends read. Zero friends read, which is why zero of my friends listen to this show. 
Oh, man. Um, I would have to, unfortunately, shove it. Okay. Just because, you know, like you said, it's not our genre. Dragons are, the only dragon I like is Pete. Pete the Magic Dragon? Yes. 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 He's a cartoon in a real world. Yes. I don't even like Puff the Magic Dragon. Wait, is that the one that's in the real world? Wait, is that a play on Pete the Magic Dragon? Puff a Magic Dragon? Is Pete the Magic Dragon? Is Pete? I thought Pete. We got to look this up. We got to look. This is a crisis. We are in full-blown crisis mode. Who is the Magic Dragon? You know what dragon book I don't like? Go games. By what? Oh, was that wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't understand. What's the T? What's the T? She was the one that hated on our show. Oh, she did hate on our show. Oh, Mm -hmm. she said our our reviews were vulgar and and. Well, you go yourself. show if you are giving your show and looking for advertisement but you think that we are not the right fit we're not the right fit we're not the right fit we will review your book as honestly as we want to she didn't like us because we didn't like her book yeah basically and it's like if that's how you're gonna be you need to grow a dragon hide oh get a thicker skin girl yes puff the magic dragon is a song Puff the magic dragon. Pete, wait, what is going Who on? Who is the magic dragon here? What's the story behind the song? What's the sitch, hunty? Okay, what did Mary of Peter and Paul and Mary die of? What? Uh, Wasn't because she the... had a threesome with Britney Spears. Duh. Yeah, duh. What? Pete is the green thing, right? Yes. The... Okay, yeah. Pete the magic dragon is the one that's in the real world. But Puff the magic dragon. Puff the magic dragon is a song. Is a song because based off of Pete the magic dragon. Basically, but doesn't he probably gets high or something? Exactly. Right? I think it's one of those songs that high people listen to. Wait, Jim Dale was in Pete the Magic Dragon. The Jim Dale. The Jim Dale. Oh, my Dale. Jim Dale, man, you are something else, girl. So yes, yeah, so Pete the Magic Dragon is my favorite dragon. So yes, I would unfortunately have to. Shove this book. All right. But I want to make more room for more Spectrum audiobooks. Yeah. Yeah. Because we really enjoy getting books from them and them helping us broaden our spectrum. <laughs> that was a good one. That's why they're it called Spectrum audiobooks. Yeah. Because like they, they, they just... have a wide spectrum of books. Oh my God. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh my God. Mind. Blown. Blown. Wow. Holy. Girl. I need to go take a nap. Girl. All right. Well, that about does it. Thank you again to Spectrum Audio for providing us with this book in exchange for an honest review. We appreciate it greatly. And we love having you be friends of the show and patrons of the show. It's amazing. And we can't thank you enough. Yes. And thank you again. This is on a personal note. But thank you, Spectrum Audiobooks and the team there for sending a warm and just beautiful message to me personally mm-hmm. um, at a time of need. Yes. So thank you, Spectrum Audiobooks. Mm-hmm. 
If you want to stay up to date with all that we are releasing and all that we are putting out there into the world, you can follow us on our various social medias. We are on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, on Facebook at Audio Shelf, on Instagram at Audio Shelf underscore podcast, and we're on YouTube, aka BookTube, as just Audio Shelf. You just type us in the search bar and you can find us. One word. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to get two free books, two Spectrum Audio books, Please go on her website at audioshelf.com. Nope. Still not .com. No matter how many times you say it, it's never going to be a .com. At audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download your 30-day free trial. Mm-hmm. And also, if you would like to become a patron of ours and suggest books for us to listen to, you can head on over to our Patreon by Googling Audio Shelf Patreon or checking out our link tree and our various social media link tree buttons. Yes. <laughs> and signing up for a dollar or whatever tier you would like to, totally unnecessary, but we love having you as listeners and appreciate it greatly. And please tell your friends about us. We're on every single podcast platform you can imagine. Share the word. Until next time. Bye. bye. This has been Audio Shelf where we release new podcast episodes every Monday and Thursday and YouTube reviews every Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Thank you.